Suspend your disbelief. Let yourself be led down a path into the world of the paranormal, where ghosts, shadow people, cryptids, aliens, and all things supernatural dominate. Immerse yourself in a dimension of ominous trepidation with your hosts, Dan, Danny, and Rachel. Welcome to the Phantom Faction Podcast. All right. Welcome to this edition of Phantom Faction Podcast. I'm Danny. I'm Dan. And I'm Rachel. <laughs> there she is. Did you forget for a second? <laughs> I have to think about that. I'm, oh, uh, stop it. I'm Rachel. <laughs> and you know what? This this uh, this edition, we feature the guests, uh, Dan, Danny, and Rachel. The round table. Yes, we are. We are the guests. We are the hosts. And uh, <laughs> but you know, it, it's a chance for us to get together and talk about maybe some of the past programs, some of the ongoing investigations. People have been asking what's been going on and some of the stuff that we've talked about in past shows. So everybody's right. doing well. What's going on? A whole lot of nothing. Yeah. On my end. Well, yeah. you mean in the paranormal world or my personal world? No, I was thinking personal. But... <laughs> personal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Well, you guys already know what what's going on with me, and and mm-hmm. I'm just you know the waiting game, and COVID has has uh, messed up not, not only my life but everybody else's. And you know. Rachel, working hard, uh, doing some readings. What's going on? Yeah, uh, I've still been uh, busy doing some readings and keeping up on that. Um, besides that, yeah, nothing else is too exciting. I just, yeah, COVID. Right. <laughs> now. Our uh, last program was our 90th, which also celebrated Rachel being with us for 25 programs now. So, so we applaud you, Rachel, Woo-hoo. <laughs> putting up with us for 25 shows. <laughs> Thank uh, you. And we'll get her to talk eventually. <laughs> Maybe episode 100, she'll just she'll just go nuts. And yeah. she'll just start rapping. Rachel show, right? Yeah, the Rachel show with guests Dan and Danny. And that'll be it. And she'll just take off and mm-hmm. world, world mm-hmm. tour. <laughs> yes. But tell me, Rachel, uh, with you doing psychic readings, uh, et cetera, but, and being part of this program, do you feel that you've learned a lot from doing this program from some of our guests? Absolutely, yes. There, there's things that I've well, people are repeating, and so it's it's just quite interesting hearing all these uh, things that other people are experiencing or encountering, and it's not just one person; it's all over the place. So it's just fascinating. Everything I'm learning, it's great. I'm glad to be a part of it. We often see you nodding your head when people are, uh, you know, she's, uh, she's always t- she's always taking notes. Yes, but we don't we don't always ask her what she's writing down, and, and she doesn't she doesn't pipe up and go, oh, by the way, I, I need to tell you this. So, yeah. like with our last episode with Mister Lapsaritis, you're mm-hmm. writing some stuff down, but you didn't you didn't pipe in and tell us uh, what you're picking up on. That's that's true. I yeah, so I kept what, I kept my notes to myself that time. What what were you picking up on with him? Um, well, with him, he still has um. He still has work to do. Um, he even kind of expressed that he he wants to work on his third book and everything. And um, the information I was getting for him was that there was more resources coming to him and things that would help him um, with his plans. So I'm to me, I'm I'm assuming that's with his book, but I might be wrong. But anyways, um, something to his plans. Anyhow, um, there was an important contract he's going to be signing. That's another thing that I got. And he, uh, I was told that uh, he needs to keep following his hearts and feel his emotions and not to forget to take care of himself too. 
So yeah. He was a very interesting, uh, interesting guest. He was. You know. It was one of those where um, it was a different take than what we were normally getting. Mm -hmm. from. And, mm -hmm. and he was very it, genuine, very genuine. Yeah, I mean, he certainly believed everything that he was doing. And, I, I uh, didn't get any sense of uh, BS from him. The only thing I got confused on a lot of, of things sometimes that he was saying. Um, Dan, now you read his, his book or, or both books, I'm not too sure. Well, I've read most of the second one. Yeah. Uh, the Psychic, or what is it? The Sasquatch People. Right. The only part I was getting a little confused about was how he talked about it, th them being real people, physical, and then sometimes talking about them being uh, a higher vibrational and... Uh, so I was a little confused, like, well, are they obviously like I'm thinking to myself, OK, it's so hard to capture them on film. And I didn't even ask the question. I'm not sure I got the right answer that I was looking for, uh, but about them being a higher vibrational. That's why we can only capture glimpses of them. Um, but they can come into this world. They can scare us off by throwing rocks or knocking back to us or, you know, being friendly that way. Uh, I have no doubt about that, but uh, I still I'm, didn't understand whether he was telling me they're actual humans, you know, like uh, of another form or whether they were, whether it's from another dimension. I don't know uh, whether you can comment on that, Dan, because well, you read think, the book. Well, well, he, he, he spoke of the star people, which I would, you know, which is an all encompassing world, which or word, which, which I suppose would describe any extraterrestrial, mm -hmm. right? Uh, the star people bringing them here millions of years ago. And he also talks about um, Sasquatch and then the ancient ones. Yes. Now, when you listen to uh, other podcasts, like I listen to the Sasquatch Chronicles quite mm -hmm. a lot um, and a, a few others. And there are people that describe some of these beings with really human features, really human faces. Mm -hmm. And then there are, and then there are others that say that they look more like an ape, mm -hmm. um, which we're used to, like seeing in movies and books and everything else. And there's ones that say some of them have an elongated snout. And there's ones that uh, are more, you know, th there's different colors, like the reddish uh, orangutan color that you see or hear about in the south, like in Florida, the skunk ape type, um, the, the black ones the brown ones the gray ones and every once in a while you hear about an albino mm -hmm. one a, a pure white one and i don't know um there might be just different species of them just like there's different humans right yeah like we have uh you know we have people from mongolia and we have people That's from right. india and africa and and uh eastern europe and we all have different features but we're all similar mm -hmm. so why wouldn't why wouldn't there be something like that in another species? Right. Right. Like it's yeah. like when you watch these, uh, you know, these star Wars movies and all these aliens, they all look exactly the same. And you figure, well, how do these guys tell each other apart? <laughs> right. Cause they all look exactly the same, but they should have different features. Like maybe one has a, a longer nose and thinner lips than the next one. And I think that's the same with the Sasquatch world. Mm -hmm. There's, there's probably, you know, and maybe some of them have interbred. Just like, you know, a white person makes a baby with a, an Asian person or mm -hmm. a black person makes a baby with a, who knows, a Japanese person. Yep. And, you know, they, you get different features and different 
uh, textures of hair and everything, right? Different colors, different skin tones. Yeah. So I, I don't think that it's that hard to, or, or that far-fetched that there would be different types out there right. and they would look differently. But I think getting back to your question, I think he was saying that they are human, but mm -hmm. just different because right. you always hear about um, when they, uh, when they collect DNA samples, it always comes back 98% human. Uh -huh. And the scientists always say, oh, well, someone's contaminated the, 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 the evidence and got their DNA on it. That's why it came back 98% human. Mm -hmm. But people say, no, it's because they're 98% human. Right. But, like we share 98% of our DNA with chimpanzees. Mm -hmm. Right. And so what does yeah. that tell you? Yeah. That, we're, that, we're, that we're very closely related, right? Yeah, exactly. So maybe that's the way with Sasquatch as well. Yeah. And my theory is, and I, I believe that uh, Kiwanis was as well, is that they are very in tune with Mother Nature. They probably see a different color spectrum that we do. Uh, I don't know anything about their hearing or their sense of smell, but they're, they're the ultimate survivalists. And we've heard time and time again how they just seem to disappear. And there have been photographs taken uh, by people who have stumbled upon them where you can just see the torso and the legs are all blurry or, or they're not there. So, and if you can, you know, it's like we say, if we can con uh, control your vibrational rate, then you can pretty much turn invisible. Mm -hmm. And I think science, uh, scientists have tried to, to replicate this and they may have they may have done it and in secret and you never know or they're still trying to work on something like that so yeah. I, th I think they're very i think uh, there's a lot more i think they're a lot more paranormal mm -hmm. than people want to believe right. and the and the bigfoot world is like the ufo world there's there's no there's no grace it's black and white Mm -hmm. They're, you know, and a, a lot of people lean towards that undiscovered ape, you know, that Gigantopithecus, the, the hominid. And when you talk about the orbs that are seen around uh, the Sasquatch and how they disappear or they're, you're, you're walking, uh, you're following their, their trail through, through a snowy field and then they just stop. Right. And there's nothing, nothing within a, 200 yards for them to jump onto like a tree or anything, you know, it's like, well, where did it go? It didn't mm -hmm. fly off like Superman. Right. And, you know, a helicopter didn't pick it up. You know, some people might think a spaceship picked it up, <laughs> right. Yep. Depending on uh, what you believe in. But I think that they're, they're a very mystical creature. Yep. And uh, they, well, they sure know how to avoid us. Mm -hmm. And I think that the ones that do get seen, they either allow it to happen or you've just caught them off guard for that rare, rare time. Mm -hmm. And boom, they take off like. I think with uh, Kiwani is he's made this his life's work, basically. And uh, yeah, so... he, li he lives and breathes Sasquatch. Okay. Yeah. So he goes out there and uh, I, I think that he has a power actually to open up uh, a portal for them to tell, to communicate with him. Mm -hmm. uh, I have no doubt about that. I think that he's, he's on their vibrational and 
And and like he said, they found out that he's no threat, right? That and they can use him to pass information on as well. Right. And that telepathy, they call it the mind speak. Right. Where and Les Stroud, you know, everybody knows Survivor Man. Mm-hmm. He he has even commented on on communicating with them with mind speak as well. Yeah. And uh I mean he's you know, he's a pretty you know straightforward kind of guy he's not into the you know embellishment or at least i don't think he is and he right. like even when you watch his bigfoot uh um, survivor man series he's always questioning everything yeah he never he's never accepts anything at face value he's always trying to debunk and for him to come out and say you know what they spoke to me in my head and it's mm-hmm. happened to him several times you know you got to believe the guy oh yeah because he's yeah. got everything uh, on the line, you know, his career, his reputation. Yep. So. Yeah. Well, to me, they're they're obviously getting messages, uh, and you know, uh, that, that's always the fear, and even what we do, uh, uh, the fear of other people looking down at us like we're crazy, you know. But but you're obviously you're hearing something, you're getting messages. It's, well, and if and if something like a spirit can give Rachel messages. Uh-huh. through telepathy or mind speak why yep. couldn't something else on this planet do it right absolutely and you were a bit of you know you were kind of on the fence towards sasquatch for quite a while danny Are you kind of leaning a different way now or i i think i'm i'm leaning that they're that they're there um but I, I have to say that I, I just don't see them as a physical object yet i see them more as uh like I said, from another dimension that we capture glimpses of them. But like you said, if they want to be seen, they'll be seen. I think uh, they 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 show themselves so that like, we stay interested, that we keep searching, that we keep asking questions. It wouldn't uh, it wouldn't do well for one to just you know teleport to the White House lawn and knock on the door, right? <laughs> <laughs> right? You should probably get riddled with machine gun fire, but you know. Yeah. Oh come uh, on! They probably got one on the payroll. <laughs> they probably do. <laughs> Joe Biden, Joe Biden's advisor is uh, environmental environmental advisor. <laughs> yeah, so that's the way I'm leaning. Anyway, that's uh, you know, and I think if you go out there looking for them, I think probably you know, as long as you go with good intention, if you're carrying guns and stuff, I don't think you're going to see them. But mm-hmm. um, I think if you go out with good intentions, that you just want to see them, you want to uh, you know make an offer to them, I think possibly you might get a sighting. So. Yeah, or even like I mean, I've never seen one, but I've met, I've had several interactions with them. Uh-huh. Right, the tree knocking, uh, they've thrown rocks at me. Um, I've seen the orbs. Uh, what else? The foot stomping that was crazy. Uh-huh. Like the like, I never, I've never heard anything so powerful in my life. Right, like the boom, 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 boom. Like what else does that? Yeah, did it shake you know? the ground? Uh it was pretty far away. It was oh. a good, a good hundred yards away, but you could feel it. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and then the growl that I got, mm-hmm. and that's what, that's what made me sit up and say, okay, it's time to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then they threw the rock and we were like, all right, they, we've, they've put up with us long enough. It's time to go. Yeah. But it was, it was interesting. I mean, what else throws rocks? Bears don't throw rocks. No. Moose don't throw rocks. You know, people can throw rocks, but I've never seen a guy strong enough to throw a bowling ball-sized rock, you know, <laughs> 80 yards. Yeah. Like, if 
if if there is that guy out there, we need to find him and put him in the Olympics. Yeah. So think, like that's that's strength. I think so. there'd be some football teams out there that'd be interested. Oh, he would kill <laughs> he would kill the receiver. <laughs> the ball would go right through the poor guy. <laughs> so but uh yeah, even even when uh Peter uh from Ontario Sasquatch and I went to, up to the Perry Sound district to investigate uh, all those trees being pushed over and mm-hmm. and uh we took pictures of trees that had been twisted. Yeah. Like literally twisted. Like what does that? Like the strength to do that is incredible. You know, it's not like it's like wringing a towel. Yeah. You know, and uh man, I, I bears don't do that. <laughs> no. So and I I mean I know hurricane winds can can put uh, tree limbs through concrete, but there's no hurricanes where we live. No. So we're not in Florida or Texas. Very so true. there, there is there is a lot of weird stuff going on. But uh, yeah, and if you're in the woods, just uh, just keep an eye out. Yeah. Don't be fearful. Just uh, you know, let them know if you're a believer that you've got good intentions and mm-hmm. you're just out for a stroll and not there to harm anybody. Yep. And we had uh, we had a guest. Uh, what was it, Sasquatchy Girl? I'm just trying to... Oh, yes, on Instagram, Sasquatchy Girl. Yeah, and basically the same thing. She She's just a, a normal girl that likes to head out in the woods and see what she can see and, and find. Again, non-threatening, right? So, That's right, and she's never seen one, but no. she's but she's determined and she's a believer. and She yeah. keep, keeps an eye out for the signs of tree structures and, and everything yeah. else. So yeah. That, yeah, next time... You know, whoever's listening, next time you're in the forest, look for those weird tree breaks and those weird uh, TP structures and branches that are twisted, you know, 12 feet up in the air. Mm-hmm. You, you would be surprised to, to see what you find. Yeah. Because I think there's more of them out there than than we realize. Right. So that's that's something I wish I'd, uh, we had asked uh, Kiwani how many he, he thinks are out there. Yeah. I would say thousands. I would say thousands of them, especially in North America. Yeah, yeah. And I, I know most of Canada's sightings are more to the west, but we get them around here too. Oh, northern Ontario gets tons of them. Yeah. Uh, especially in the Tomogamy region, uh, Huntsville, uh, North Bay, obviously, French River area. Mm-hmm. So that's where I had my encounters. Right. So, yeah, they're there. Rachel, what do you think? I uh, yeah, I'm I'm on that uh, the turning page too at at uh, being brought into this. Uh, okay, maybe maybe yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the more we talk to people, just it, it gets you kind of more down that rabbit hole, wanting to learn more and find out more too. Mm-hmm. And, and we're talking about Bigfoot. I actually just watched um, a short documentary about how in our past histories with and going with the UFOs, how he was talking about UFOs and, and Bigfoot being connected that way. They were also connecting like Dracula and werewolves and uh, vampires to UFOs. Really? Oh, like the yeah. bloodsuckers, like the chupacabras and, and the cow mutilations and things like that, where they're drained of blood and their eyes are gone and yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. you know what? After I became aware of uh, Dogman, the Dogman phenomena, I just figured, well, that's where the werewolves 
came from, mm-hmm. right? Because they're pretty oh, much yeah. the same thing. Yep. I think they just labeled it the Dogman because the name werewolf was already taken. Mm-hmm. And people would have said, what are you, crazy werewolves <laughs> running around? But I don't think it's a man turning into a creature. It's just a creature. Yeah. And it looks like a huge wolf or a dog on, you know, walking upright. And uh, in a couple of episodes, we're going to have a young lady on who's had a, a couple dogman encounters in the state of Alabama. So that's yeah. going to be interesting. Our first dogman witness. I think that's a good way of putting it, actually, is, you know, before it was just more of a werewolf stories. And, mm-hmm. and of, of course, you know, the werewolf gets put out there on TV and stuff like that and uh, kind of tears down that that whole thing but uh yeah obviously they created that they, they didn't create it it was obviously something that people had seen uh but as you mentioned dan i don't believe it's humans turning into them no. right right no. well and talking about like dracula that's a shapeshifter right to go from mm-hmm. a human form to a bat yes here we go you never know that's like the mothman or the yeah. jersey devil you know those those types of things so right. yeah there's a lot of weird a lot of weird weird stuff out there and a lot of things from, like, even that were written down in history that are unexplainable, but that now we're kind of re-looking at it and putting maybe a, a title on it or an explanation. Mm-hmm. Like, they even have, like, when I was watching this documentary, there was even in a church a picture of a saucer on top of the church. And it was a painting in inside the church from, like, thousands and thousands of years ago. So... Yeah, it was I, quite I remember, interesting. I, I think it was Peter from uh, Ontario Sasquatch telling me that there's a church in France in the middle of nowhere somewhere, and it has what looks like Sasquatch engraved on their pews. Is that right? And, and this church, like these pews are like hundreds of years old. And he's, and he's like, well, where did they get the idea for this? And it looks just like a Bigfoot. So mm. maybe they had some in the area back then, and they, they honored them by carving them into the, uh, the pews. Yeah. And there, and there you go. Why not? Well, why not? Even when they, you know, they they found giant humans way back when, you know, uh, that have been buried, of course, but yep. uh, you know, so there had to have been giant humans that walked this earth at that time. And well, they say they have giant remains hidden at the Smithsonian. Is that right? Yeah, from like dug up from uh, somewhere out west in the U.S., like the Wyoming, Montana areas, mm-hmm. like twelve to fifteen foot tall humans. Wow. And they hustled those things out of there real quick before anybody got to take photos of them and analyze them and study them. And they're locked away somewhere, you know, with all the other stuff that Indiana Jones collected. (laughs) (laughs) Right. This giant warehouse of sealed boxes. It would be, it would be nice to know, you know, all of these things that have been kept from us. Yes. You know, I can imagine the reasons, you know, because it would mess with uh, a lot of our uh, history and, our religious beliefs and, and things like that. I was going to mention too, uh, just watching television lately and uh, Jack Osborne, his, uh, he's got a show called Portals of Hell. It's a pretty good show. And uh, they, the other day I was watching it and I'm like, wait a minute, that's Iron Island Museum that they're at, you know. And, uh, oh, in Buffalo. Yeah, which we, we had on our, our program. Uh, that's so, right was kind of nice i think it was linda was her name i believe yeah that's but, when uh, jo- john was still with us yeah because he was uh, he was picking up on the uh, the veterans there yes yeah and they, and they were the spirits they were real happy with uh, linda and how she uh 
was keeping the honor, you know, honoring them in the museum and everything else. They did an investigation there. They were there for like a full week and uh, Lindo is very accommodating for them. And uh, they come up with a lot of the stuff from the veterans. But uh, yeah, so I, I thought that was rather interesting thinking, yeah, we've had them on the program. That's good. And then, of course, Jack Osborne's got a show called The Osborne's Want to Believe that he has his his mom and dad on. Oh, really? Uh, which, yeah. And uh, it's I believe it's on uh, the Discovery Channel oh. here in Canada. Well, his dad's a vampire, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Does he bite the heads off of chickens and bats? And oh, it, it's uh, it's a hilarious show. Uh, of course, you know you've got Ozzy sitting there on the couch and uh, and Sharon, and of course their dogs are jumping all over, sort of like Rachel's place there. Right, <laughs> With the dog jumping up, but uh, Rocky. So what the what Jack does is because he's been on all these investigations and stuff, so he has a lot of. Uh, a lot of information on some of these clips that they use, they use from that show, as well as they, they have people send in uh, clips of whether it's a real ghost, whether it's, uh, you know, really paranormal. And he asks basically Ozzy and Sharon, whether they want to believe in this clip at all. Hmm. And uh, they have a scale where they rate it one to 10 on how scary it is, but they've had some very interesting clips on there. Uh, everything from from fairies um, and then ghosts and I believe Sasquatch too. I haven't really seen that episodes, but you know they they run through a whole lot. And uh, of course, Ozzy is you know you have to have the closed captioning on sometimes to understand. Oh. <laughs> he's so fried. Yeah, he's so fried. Like I'm surprised he's still alive. Seriously. Oh yeah, yeah. It's got to be it's got to be the drugs that are. It's like him and Keith Richards. Yeah, you know? exactly. They'll they'll live till they're like 120. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's pretty good. You kind of get to decide whether yeah that was fake or that was that was real. But uh, mm. and then you know getting Ozzy and Sharon's sort of point of view or whether they they believe or not. But right. Uh, huh. But yeah, something something to keep your eye open for because of COVID and stuff, they've been just doing this right out of their own home, right? You're listening to Phantom Faction Podcast. To reach out to Phantom Faction, see our Facebook page or email us directly at phantomfaction at outlook.com. I got a, uh, a message on the Phantom Faction Facebook page uh-huh. from a listener, and uh, I didn't ask for her permission, but her name is Melly Ann, uh-huh. and she sent me this uh, this little video of her her little baby girl and she's adorable like cutest little thing i just want to squish her and she's like as she's sitting on dad's lap and, and mom is uh, videotaping her she's trying to get her attention and the baby looks over at the doorway uh it looks like it's going into the kitchen lets out this big smile like she's seeing something and she sent me the video and i i, th- I think you guys can access this too because uh, and uh just this cutie pie, this baby. She just—it looks like she's a few months old, maybe. And uh, you can tell that there's something in the doorway that this baby sees, and that just this beautiful big smile on mm-hmm. her face, you know. And uh, I thought that was really neat. Nice oh, of yeah. her. To, nice of her to send that to her. Oh yeah, exactly. You know, because we, you know, we always hear people talk about how babies, young kids, can see things. And then they lose that ability, right? Yeah. Like even yeah. when even when John was still with us, and you know he used to babysit his step granddaughter, uh, 
she would sit on his lap and look up to the top um, of the stairs. Mm-hmm. And she'd be and she'd be waving and smiling at someone. And yeah. John was pretty certain that it was uh, uh, the baby's grandfather who had passed away. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, John picks up on tons of stuff, so tend to believe him, right? Oh yeah. But uh, yeah, well, it's really it's really cute. This little girl. Uh, I think I told the story of uh, once before about uh, taking Jake for a, a, a ride when he was young. He's 23 now, but but uh, <laughs> he was young, bringing him in a wagon down the trails that lead into the cemetery. And when we got to uh, the part of the cemetery where all the old uh, stones that had been moved to that cemetery there, but he kept glancing up the hill. Now he could barely talk at this point. He's like two or whatever. Right. But he's pointing up the hill and laughing and smiling. And of course, uh, and my friend uh, Renee was with me at the time and, and he's just like, Oh, he sees something he sees, you know? And so we thought, okay, that's good. And then I just told Jacob, I turned around and I said, okay, say goodbye to your friend, wave bye-bye. And he waved up the hill there, bye-bye. <laughs> it was crazy, right? And then about two, three weeks later, my friend comes up again and he says, well, let's just do it again and see if anything happens, right? Well, the same freaking thing happened again, where he was pointing and waving and, you know, and uh, we couldn't see anything. But yeah, so kids definitely have that where they see something anyway. Well, speaking of kids, that, that mm-hmm. just remind me, uh, Tony, uh, our good friend from SHIP, from our paranormal group, um, his son, uh, who lives, well, I won't say where he lives, he's not, not far from us, but uh, <laughs> he's been having issues at his home for quite a while. Mm-hmm. It always affects his kids. And oh. I, I'm not sure how many, there's three of them, maybe? Three boys, two boys? But they've been seeing a lot of strange things and had a lot of bad things in their home. And I think it's connected to the land. And mom and dad don't see things that often. They feel them, they're aware of them, but the kids have been seeing all sorts of weird looking entities and orbs floating through uh, the home. And the youngest, I'm not sure how old he is, last week saw uh, the hat man in the house and his eyes were glowing red and everything else. And, you know, poor kid was terrified and he had no idea of anything about the hat man, but the way he described it to Tony, who's his grandpa, you know, was that, mm-hmm. you know, this tall black um, figure with red eyes, wearing a hat and a trench coat or a suit. And I was like, Oh man, we better, we better get on that as quickly as we can. So, uh, I called in the big guns, Michelle DeRoche, and she said, uh, let me see if I can pull it up if I kept it here. So it took care of Tony's son's place. We did find a shadow up in the rafters of the garage. He was a very good shapeshifter. Found another one in the basement. Then we found some kind of entity, a white one with red eyes. So we'll have to try and remember to ask Michelle because she's our, our next podcast guest. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to ask her about that. And uh, what she does to get rid of these things. And I asked her, I, I, she's, she's been removing hat men for years and years. She says they're pretty easy to get rid of. But I'd you know, like, to, like to know a little bit more about them. 
Yeah, the Hat Man seems to be their own little race or something. Uh, yeah, because well, it's, it's one, it, but it's I a worldwide. It. It's a worldwide phenomenon. Even people from the Philippines and Australia and mm-hmm. all over South America and states and Canada have described this thing. And there are Facebook pages devoted to sightings, and people can go on there and talk and and uh, yeah, bizarre. And mm-hmm. I don't know what their agenda is. I don't know. I don't know what what they are. If they're demonic or they're interdimensional or and then you get the the regular shadow people, like the one that Rachel had in her house that was affecting her husband. Mm-hmm. And my my two uh, ghostly uncles went in there and <laughs> beat the crap out of him, <laughs> dragged him out of the house. So like a couple of bouncers working at the bar and dragging the drunk out. So definitely, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. No more anything happen anymore there, Rachel or. No, I, I'm a lot better at putting the protection up before I go out mm. now. <laughs> I learned that lesson. <laughs> you, you learned that the hard way, did you? Mm. Well, I guess. Sometimes I guess I might need reminded now and then, but hopefully yes. not. <laughs> you, know, you know what I was thinking about? Um, and maybe we'll, we'll ask this uh, of Michelle as well when we have her on. Mm-hmm. Why is it that when I have things in my home, I can't get rid of them or my uncles aren't dragging them out, but I can send them to Rachel's house mm-hmm. and they'll kick demonic butt. Right. But, but when I have something, I got to go to Michelle and say, yeah. Hey, can you help me out? And can you come in here and do a sweep? Cause she did one for me uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and it was a big shadow person. And that's like the fifth or sixth one she's pulled out of my house. Hmm. You know, they, those things love me. Right. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Yeah. You know, they love me. So, and, they, uh, it's so I don't know what you or I don't, well, or it must be, house I don't know. Anyway, she says, I said, well, is there any way I can get, you know, keep these things that come into the house? She said, brush yourself off before you come in the door. And I was like, can it be that simple? I always forget to do it, of course. Mm-hmm. And then when I remember to do it, I don't want to do it because if my neighbors are watching me, <laughs> I'm like, what's he doing? He's always brushing himself off before he goes in. You know, they're going to think I'm some kind of, well, you'll probably already think I'm a weirdo, but you know, they're going to think I'm a total nut job. I'm standing out there <laughs> brushing nothing off, off my clothes. <laughs> so I don't know. If you start doing like handstands and everything, maybe then they'll think you're weird, but I think you're fine. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I haven't been able to do a handstand since I was 12. <laughs> Kill myself. <laughs> Big six foot seven monster doing handstands at his front door. Well, when you start doing them, we'll know something's up with you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That'll be the, that'll be the signal, the cue. We've had programs where we talked about a, a cold case that, uh, Dan, you were sort of working on and, and going to a location and um, any updates on that at all? Well, it is winter time. Mm-hmm. So I haven't been able to get out to the location where we strongly believe that her body has been disposed of. But uh, let's get back to Michelle DeRoche again. I sent Michelle and her friend uh, uh, Amelia, who who is on the Outer Realm radio show with, with Michelle. Mm-hmm. And they said that they connected with this girl, the spirit, and they ascended her. Finally, oh, nice. so they moved her along. Um, before she always used to pop into my head. I was always thinking about her, um, but since she's been ascended, and you know she's joined her her parents and other 
relatives who have passed. Uh, I haven't been thinking about her that that often, so right. I don't I don't know if she's just kind of accepted what happened to her now, her fate, mm-hmm. and she's moved on with her spiritual life, her ghostly life, and but uh, there is more to the case. More, more information that I have received and I've talked to, you know, the funny thing is I've sent the photos of the area to several mm-hmm. uh, psychic mediums and they always kept gone going on and on about water. Right. And, and I kept saying, there's no water there. Cause, cause I had convinced myself because of John's uh, connection with this as well. And the remote viewing and the connections that I had, that she was in this one place and the other ladies are saying, no, she's in a body of water. And, you know, I was getting annoyed with them saying, no, you're all wrong, but it was me, (laughs) but it was me who wasn't listening. Right. Right. So, so we believe that this poor girl was dumped in the one location initially. And then whoever had killed her panicked, went back, got the body and put her in this body of water, mm-hmm. which which is literally a couple miles from this one location. You know, I've got I've got some other information that I really can't talk about on the podcast mm-hmm. in regards to it, but it all's kind of making sense right now. It's it's a sad thing because of the people who may have been involved in this, like mm-hmm. the you know the the culprits, right? But uh, yeah, maybe in this in the spring when the snows melted and gone. Then uh, I can focus again a little bit more on it, and and uh, maybe get Rachel involved a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, yeah, um, she hasn't she hasn't been coming by lately, or I haven't been thinking about her. So, Rachel, a- what about you? Have you felt anything from her, or or yeah? So she's nothing. Yep, I haven't had anything for I think since the last time we talked about her on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, that was. So she's it. been moved since then. So that's yeah, yeah moved along. And uh, the reason why she was so uh, Michelle explained to me that the reason why she was so impactful on me and every other everybody else was because of all that that, uh, that anger and that tension and that mm-hmm. um, anxiety that she had. It just kept going over the years, and this poor right. girl never never had any rest. Mm-hmm. You know, and then uh, she finally moved on into the light, so to speak. And uh, yeah, she's been pretty quiet. Hopefully we'll hear, I will hear from her again or we'll yeah. have some kind of connection with her and, and hopefully try and make things right. And in the spring, we'll hopefully uh, we need to get back to the conservation area as well. Yes, um, I'm excited more. to do that. That'll be fun. Yeah, we still wanna talk to some local historians and stuff, just find out a little little more about that area. It's kind of weird though, Rachel, that we tried twice more to go back there to do an investigation. And uh, both times, <laughs> what is it? We got rained out both times. And yeah, it was it was the and weather. It yeah. wasn't just rain, it was torrential rain. <laughs> it was it was yeah. It was like, yeah. okay, wait, we need to we need to stop. But it, it's kind of funny too that it was it was torrential rain considering we are investigating a yeah. water hole right yeah exactly it's just kind of ironic and that way too do you think that they, they the spirits have the ability to mess with the weather hmm. or was that just you know 
Yes, coincidence. I do. No, when I, something I do. happens like that twice, though, it, yeah. it just makes you think, okay, something doesn't want us there. Right? Yeah. And I, I'm a firm believer that there's a reason we're being delayed because there's some other information we need to know before we go back. Yeah. yeah. I wish our, um, everybody listening could the see our screens right now because we've got me and Danny that look like we're investigating here Dan who's all in the shadows he's like (laughs) being blacked out like he's a protected witness or something well it's it's because I'm under this stupid pot light and it's it's so bloody bright that's why I always wear a ball cap because it just like yeah I'll look like a big glowing orange orb (laughs) uh, that's why i turned it down and i I got my ball cap to shield me so if i tilt my head back i'll I'll look normal i usually just see your mouth moving and that's it no eyeballs just (laughs) no no that's okay i'm like the cheshire cat so when i get when i get all my renovations done down here i'm going to be in the back corner way over there way over there with some more light uh, i'll have a i'll have a better light Okay. <laughs> so I won't. Be, I won't look like I'm uh, on sixty minutes, like as an FBI informant being interviewed. So, taking a look at uh, some of the programs that Rachel's been involved with over twenty-five programs. We're yeah. Um, uh, Mandy from the Ghost Sisters uh, had, had rejoined us again, and uh, she was always. Uh, Mandy's very, awesome. Yeah. Did you learn anything from her, Rachel? Oh, wow. I just loved her. She, she was, she had such great energy and her accent is just cute as a button. And <laughs> <laughs> she just kind of was diarrhea of information. She's just so wonderful. I, uh, I saw she was doing a live with Patty Nigri. And so I thought oh, that was really? pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. The two of them were doing some messages for people on Facebook. It was, it was so nice they, to see. They had both connected and got together. Yeah. They're, well, they weren't in the same room there. No, I know that. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I, rem- I remember when I had told Mandy that uh, Patty was going to be on the show. She was so excited. She's like, oh, my God. And I said, yeah, it was really easy to get a hold of her, which was surprising. But uh, yeah. Yeah, but, they both oh, here, connected. I, yeah, here it is here. I just found it on, on their page. I'll have to go back and watch it. Yeah. But, uh, you know what? This, I, I don't know what's going on in the States with uh, COVID or the coronavirus or whatever, but it hasn't slowed the ghost sisters down any they're traveling all over the place and doing cool Sorry. investigations oh yeah they're all over the place they must be immune yeah <laughs> but uh yeah if you've if you are a new listener go check out the ghost sisters on facebook uh they do tons of investigations and uh tons of little videos and all sorts of live stuff and and mandy who i guess is the de facto uh leader of the group now does readings online and and she's she's awesome great she's energy on, she, yeah. yeah she's been on twice and and uh, we'll probably have her on again one day yeah but the, yeah. they're very cool yeah and you mentioned patty negri which is a psychic hollywood uh, psychic yes the which, ghost ghost zach bagan's go-to uh yeah <laughs> a psychic and, medium and you know when you're labeled like that as as a hollywood psychic you know right away you're thinking oh yeah you the ones that rig in those uh you know rag magazines and everything but the silver browns yeah she was so real (laughs) like uh she's a real person and she was so good and she doesn't like to be identified that way what'd you think of her there rachel oh the the fairy bells man don't forget the fairy bells that (laughs) was that, that was crazy yeah 
She was amazing. Oh, I love her so much. Yeah, mm-hmm. she she just she just ex- exuded uh, like so much awesomeness. She's very, po- she's very positive. Oh yeah, and and she just you could tell she was she just has so much to tell you, so much um, things that she's done. Like goodness, we could have had her going on for probably a week of of uh, ch- chatting because oh, she's just amazing. Loved loved her so much. She probably has so many stories that she can't remember she'd have to really sit down and well she's written a book and I, yeah. yeah and uh, i will get it one day <laughs> yeah yes. no i i really enjoyed that that interview she was uh, a real person that yeah uh, and, so down to earth but yeah but full of energy it was just well like you said we could have talked to her for hours and some of the, you know we've had some great authors on as well i really enjoyed uh, uh vernon eichel talking about uh nova scotia or was it um Yes, the ghosts of uh, Nova Scotia or yeah. haunted Nova Scotia. I have his book too, and I, I don't know where it is. It's around here somewhere. <laughs> but it was it was really uh, really nice to hear some stories, you know, from the East Coast. I, I thought that was uh, very interesting as well. Lots of ghosts out there. Leslie Mitchell Clark was uh, an interesting guest. Uh, the UFO lady. Yes, and then uh, you know you you get. These people like Margot McDonald from Haunted Walks that uh, could really tell a story. <laughs> oh, yes. The popcorn lady. <laughs> yes. Get a, get a bag of popcorn. how we remember them, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Word association. The, um, the gentleman from uh, the Ghost Story Guys going the other coast, BC Coast. I really liked him. Brennan Store. Yes. And he was an author of A Strange Little Place. And he, talks, uh, he talked to us about... Uh, that shaman, the native Canadian yeah. gentleman that he met on the street and made him mm-hmm. eat some juniper leaves and did all sorts of weird <laughs> stuff in the coffee shop and got the bad spirit out of him. And yeah, yeah, know, that was fascinating. <laughs> it was, it was incredible. I'm just looking at our Facebook page. I'm just going to, I've been meaning to see this for a while. We only have 348 people that like our page. <laughs> What's the matter with you people? What? <laughs> Please like us. <laughs> but this is the funny thing. I have my Dogman Sightings Canada page, mm-hmm. right? And I don't ever put anything on it, but we have 1,862 people. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, what the heck? What's with the, the fascination with this Dogman page? Yeah. Like, you know, like it's very limited with the, the content I put on because it's so hard for me to find stuff, uh, you know, especially in Canada for the dog man. Mm-hmm. And we got 1800 people. Love it. Every day I keep getting notifications for this, for the dog man sightings Canada page. Mm. And, uh, but you know, the, the, our, the phantom faction page, just a, a few hundred. <laughs> so well, maybe you'll have to post on the dog man that, uh, Hey, come on and see our, <laughs> I have many times, yeah, but uh, oh well. And don't forget, we're on Instagram as well, yeah. so give us a follow over there if you'd be so kind. I was going to mention uh, Bob Cramner, the uh, demon of uh, Brownsville Road. Did you ever finish that book? Yes, yeah. It's very interesting, isn't it? It, it sure is. Can you imagine putting up with that thing for, how long was it? 18 years or <laughs> yeah, something like time. that? A very long time. Yeah, and definitely, again, you know, there's a guy that wasn't trying to sell his books or or that. He just came on to tell the story, and it was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's told it so many bloody times, too. Like, I felt kind of bad for him, but, you mm-hmm. know, but he's, it's, it, 
it's uh, something that he's passionate about and wants to get the word out that this is real and yep and he uses uh, his faith and the help of the church and the priests and, and yep. uh, i think they had some other denominations come in at the same time and and uh, finally yeah. finally were able to clear his home yeah after and... after such a long battle you know and yep. it affected so many people in this house and his, his son and his wife and the poor dog was even a victim. Yeah, and awaiting. Uh, it's a possibility that it could become a, uh, a movie, but we're still waiting to hear well, about that's that. that's right. I asked him uh, if Schwarzenegger or Stallone was going to play him in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And then we took things um, to Bill J. Bean, who has been on plenty of uh, shows and podcasts there, everywhere. Yes, uh, and he's, he's dying to come back on. Is which that right? Is, yeah, which is cool. He's got lots of other stuff to talk about. And I, and I got to get a hold of his book as well. I just... Uh, Spirit Warrior. You know, Spirit Warrior. He was another popcorn talker. Like, I could have just yeah. sat there eating my popcorn, listening. <laughs> yep. He was amazing. Yeah, yeah. He, he's got the gift of the gab, that guy. Yeah, amazing, amazing. I'm really looking forward to Michelle DeRocher coming on the show once again. Yes, me too. I can't wait to meet her. We'll put her, we'll put her in the hot seat. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, it's always a good time when we get together. Right away, I thought, when we couldn't go do our, our investigation at the conservation area, Tony had, uh, and Tony and, and Dan had, they were off somewhere. I'm not even sure where. I think you were looking into the cold case stuff. Had met us at uh, the local restaurant here. Oh, that's right. And then uh, we the, had the Rachel little, come and the, join us. The little girl spirit. Yes. Joined us at the restaurant. Yes. And, um, did we ever talk about that on the podcast? We never did. I I, I don't believe we did. But okay. uh, this was a surprise to even Tony himself. Rachel and, and you, Dan, kept picking up on this little girl, right? Well, Rachel picked up on her first. <laughs> I can't take any credit. But then, uh, but then I kind of honed in on her. Yes. You, you saw me doing the uh, the head bob and the eyeball shifting, and you're like, who's yep. here? <laughs> yep. mm-hmm. I'm a dead giveaway. <laughs> well, I was seeing the old man behind you, so I was picking up on another spirit, but you're picking up on the little girl, mm-hmm. and she was looking to Tony Yeah. to, yeah. to move her along. Yep. It was amazing just to watch you, Rachel, because, I mean, you kept talking about this little girl, but you kept saying she was going toward Tony. She was looking at Tony. She was, you know, and uh, tell the story a little bit about uh, what happened after that. Okay. You guys might have to help me. This has been a bit of time now, but uh, I do remember once I um, acknowledged her and she was headed towards Tony, Tony could feel, feel her beside him. And uh, he's like back of his neck, she was touching, you know, trying to get his attention. And, and then we were trying to figure out where she came from. And it, um, it didn't feel like she was meant to be there. She just kind of showed up to like knowing that he was going to be there at that time. Yeah. I d- yeah. I don't think she was, you know, part of the restaurant or she was mm-hmm. just like a, a lost spirit and focused in on, on him somehow. Yeah. Yeah. So I know Tony didn't uh, maybe realize he had the capability of hap- helping a spirit move on. And uh, that's exactly what uh, Tony did that night. It was quite a magical thing too. Which you gave him some guidance on that. Mm-hmm. And not uh, really knowing what, what what I was even telling him. It was just, okay, the, here's what you need to do. And, and it, seemed to, it seemed to have worked out. She I, left. Think Tony, I think Tony has more abilities than... 
he realizes absolutely absolutely and that's something that he uh because he's very he's very clear audience he hears spirits right oh very clearly he always he always hears them telling them to f off when we're doing (laughs) investigations (laughs) and stuff like that you know you always you always know tony hears something he's always got that look like (gasps) he he stops and he puts Mm -hmm. his hands up he's got that you know that expression we're like oh what'd you hear now Mm -hmm. he's like he's like a ghost just told me to f off <laughs> like, and then you know you play the recorder back but i think he i think he has a little bit more that he hasn't tapped into or maybe he should uh start meditating a little bit more if, if he can so you hear that i know he's going to listen to this so tony start, start meditating you okay there rachel what are you what are you breaking over there i didn't a, scream but there was a spider <laughs> a spider oh my goodness i did not scream and i really wanted to it just dropped from the ceiling onto the table and i had a heart attack a spider in february <laughs> a, a, a snow spider oh man that just freaked me out <laughs> the old wuss yes i am i oh, am well. oh well sorry <laughs> that was a it was quite um emotional night sitting there mm-hmm. uh yeah it was well, it's fascinating it, to watch i'll tell you that and, uh... <laughs> right time at right place see that's we were not meant to go investigating that night their spirits had another job for us yeah the universe uh had other plans yeah and so. we really don't know who this little girl was or whether tony had really no idea either as far as whether she was a relation or but uh yeah, obviously seeking out Tony for some reason. Definitely, definitely. And that reason was help me. I think you even said, Rachel, a couple of times, she is asking for help. Yes, yes, I did. She was definitely there with a purpose and Tony was her purpose. Yeah. She wanted to go, she wanted to be with her family. Well, we're going to wrap things up and um, I think this was fun. This was a, a good yeah, opportunity. I like it when we do our little round table. Yeah. You know. Have to do it a little more often. It's not as it's not as dry as we've heard from <laughs> some of the other ones, right? Yeah. So, right. <laughs> but uh, I just want to say again, if there's anybody who's listening who has stories, paranormal stories, whether it's ghosts or Sasquatch or UFOs or other really bizarre things, get a hold of us. Yeah. Right. Get on the podcast. Share share your stories. Get it out yeah. there. Email us at phantomfaction at outlook.com or send us a message on the F on the I almost said the F book, the Facebook page <laughs> or the Instagram. Because we want to hear from you. You know, we, we want people coming to us, yes. not the other way around. You don't have that, to be a famous psychic or a famous no, author or anything no. like that. That's a bonus, but I mean we've had guests on that were just we had a waitress on from a, a restaurant, you know. That's right, Amy. Yeah. That was a great show. She did a wonderful job. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Um, so let's let's get uh, your stories, good yeah. listener. And yeah. don't forget to go like that Facebook page. Or if you want to go to the dogman site and go right ahead. Yes. Oh. Share the share the Facebook page. Share it with your friends. Maybe I should just change the name, switch yep. them, swap them. Yeah. Right? <laughs> exactly. So. All right. Thank you. All right, kids. We'll see you next time. Same bat time, same bat channel. Till next time. Goodbye. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Phantom Faction Podcast. 
a podcast to educate, entertain, assist, and guide anyone involved or interested in the paranormal. To reach out to Phantom Faction, see our Facebook page or email us directly at phantomfaction at outlook.com.